0: What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDSE.
1: On Giddy Up, facing the breeze with Anthony Butt and Jack Trainer. Yeah, welcome back to Giddy Up. Time for facing the breeze. Garrard's horse and hound full of equine essentials. Time to talk some harness racing now as we face the breeze and we'll be previewing these big races on a Saturday night with the Victoria Cup, the highlight, but a terrific support program with the the group ones um, in the classics, the Victoria Oaks and the Victoria Derby. And then we've got the Victorian Trotters Oaks. And then for the open class Trotters, we've got the Bill Collins Mile, which should be a beauty. Let's welcome in the team, Anthony Butt. Hello to you, mate. Yeah, good morning, morning, Gareth. And hello to you, Darren Carroll. Morning, Gareth. Yeah,
0: cracking night, Saturday night. So got to get there.
1: We do have to get there. We'll be there for Racing.com. Looking forward to um, doing the coverage there. I'll be on track. And then um, the team will be in the studios here at SEN um, with Rainmaker, led by Ryan Phil and Adam Hamilton. will be there. Bronte Nuremberg as well. So it's going to be a big night. Can't wait for it. We just had the draws and Andy Gath will be joining us shortly. Um, but we'll have a chat about the Victoria Cup first of all. Market's out now with Bet365, which is after the draw. Leap to Fame, the Queensland is still the favourite at 210. Rock and Roll, Do, that's drawn inside of him at 420. Better Eclipse, Barrier 1 at $8. My Name is Jeff is still $13 despite drawing the second row. I don't think he can win from that draw. Captain Ravishing's drawn the second row at 17. I can't believe the price for Catch a Wave. He's $17, but he's drawn the front row, and I'll Get the thoughts of Anthony and, and Daryl and we'll see, um, Darren, and see if we can get the insights there from Andy Gath as well because he's at $17 catcher wave. Honolulu Bay, $17 after drawing two. And cipher 19, the Eureka winner. Mac Dan's at a big price. He's going to get a lovely run on the inside at 50-1. to one. Then Act Now 67. Spirit of St. Louis, 67. And then Amore Vita, 100-1. to one. Bulletproof boy at 100-1. to one. Darren, you know these horses better than anyone with their speed. Speed from the gate, what chance do you give catch a wave crossing horses like a better eclipse, uh, a rock and roll do, and a leap to fame in the early part?
0: Yeah, I have him leading Gareth on my initial look at the race. Um, I know Michael Stanley was was quite bullish in the fact that he was going to kick through and lead. Um, Yeah, I'm not sure he's got enough speed to hold out catch a wave, and um, so. that would be critical in the first 200 metres of the race. But that's how I said. Um, I would have thought that um, better Eclipse will hold its own um, on the fence. Um, bulletproof Boy John 3, if it happened to get a run, would change the map completely because he'd probably cross those on his inside. But let's just ignore him for the sake of the speed map. But, um, yeah, that's the way I said it. How do you go, Anthony? Did you say it the same way?
2: Yeah, I thought Catchaway would get across him. He's, he's pretty quick when they light him up, so mm. all the ones inside, they all sort of get out quite good without being blistering, so yeah, I think he sh- should be able to get across them all.
1: You've driven um, rock and roll too before, Ants, and to me he's a horse that you really can't extend out of the gate because he can go a little bit rough. I know he's had experience throughout his racing career, so he's improved that aspect of his... He's worked throughout his, his time there, um, rock and roll do, but he doesn't seem to me to be a push, uh, like a, a push button type of horse out of the gate, Ants.
2: Yeah. Well, he went through a stage last year, Gareth, of sort of running out quite bad in the straights and what would happen when the gate would leave, he'd run up the track quite bad and that sort of, you had to sort of steer him. And, um, so you didn't run into the horses outside you, and it sort of cost him a fair bit of gate speed, but. He seems to be going a bit a fair bit straighter now and um I was talking to Mick the other night and uh you know he said the same. So he's obviously over his, you know, problems he had last year when he was doing that and you know, if he straightens up and sort of can get out in a straight line he will get out pretty good, but you know, as you see catch just blistering and um it will be hard to hold him out early. But I think rock and roll do will get out a lot better than some people think.
1: So how difficult is that, however, for a horse that you haven't been teaching to come out of the gate because he has had those tendencies to do what he's done over his career. But then all of a sudden, because he's drawn nice, you got to ask him to come out of the gate. How difficult can that be? Yeah, it won't
2: be easy. We have seen him sort of get out pretty good in the past at times. But, um, you know, it's more how the horse is feeling. If he's sound and feeling good, he'll, he'll race a lot straighter. And, um, and if he does that, he'll, he will get out a lot better. But, uh, you know, it's still hard to see him holding out a Wave, you know, I think, anyway.
1: Andy Gath, the champion trainer who trains catch a Wave, joins me. Andy, no pressure. Darren, Carroll, Anthony, but believe, and I can't believe the price is $17 now with Bet365. They have you crossing and crossing pretty easily. Do you share their confidence?
3: Yeah, well, all the horses drawn inside of you aren't noted for their gate speed, but I'm sure they can probably get out a little bit quicker than what they have been in the past but um yeah catch if he's known for anything he's known for his gate speed so early look without sort of deep diving into the gate speed too much um yeah my initial thought i thought you would be able to cross all of them
1: yeah and if you do that um are you confident he can come back under kate if you really have to rev oh, him up
3: i think so uh we saw the miracle mile we come out in 25.5 and then the next quarter is 29.2 so um He's really progressed as a racehorse. So, um, yeah, he's sort of got the manners now that if you do set him alight, he will come back to you. So, um, yeah, I'm sure that won't be an issue.
1: One of the most famous quotes in my time covering harness racing, and it was from you. I, I wonder if you remember what that quote was, Andy. <laughs> was it to do with the Victoria Cup? Yes.
3: Yeah, I think the last thing I said to Kate when she went out on Caribbean blast if they break 42 lead time here, you'd be winning the Victoria Cup. So yeah. Sometimes you get it right.
1: So what lead time will you be saying to Kate on, on Saturday night? Time, <laughs> no, so <laughs> what what lead time would be perfect for you after crossing? Because they were going some well, quick lead times the other day, like in some of the minor races, and it was a strong win there on a, on a Saturday night at Melton, and some of the lesser yeah. lights were going like 42.8, 43 seconds, and... I think Greg Sugar's horse that was participating in a strong lead time was still able to win. Yeah, yeah mate. I
3: carried that, yeah. and he was part of that lead time as well, and he he sort of held on yep. and ran third. So, so um, you know, it's Victoria Cup. If you sort of if it was a you know, you're going to expect it's going to be under 44. Um, yep. You're going to have to earn it. So um, it's going to be a brutally run race. You take every quarter would be under 30. Be a quick lead time. So they're going to go close to a track record with the depth. A Quality of horses in the race, so um, yeah, you know, if he's able to lead and sort of got a 45, he'd be blessed, uh, but I'll be comfortable with 44.
1: Now, Andy, I don't want to put you in a difficult position here, but I am, and I'm going to put Darren and Anthony in a difficult spot as well. I'll ask you first of all, Darren, and then we'll go to Ants. If he's your horse, Darren, and then rock and roll dude comes and he wants to hold out Leap to Fame, if you Kate Gath, do your hand oh. up?
2: Um, yes, Ants. No. Yes.
1: <laughs> I was expecting that. One with with sense and the other one that just does not hand up at any cost because you hand, um, hand up the race. It's a difficult situation now for Kate, Andy. Um, what are you thinking? I know you probably don't oh, want to give obviously. too much away, but...
3: Oh, no, obviously we've got to get that position first anyway. You shouldn't just assume you're going to lead. You first have to get it and then you've got to work out how much petrol you have used to get it. So it's all relevant to how hard he burns early. And um, and obviously, um, yeah, if quality horses are sort of there looking for the lead, um, Kate will have to make a decision at the time. But we'll be going into the race thinking that we can lead and win and that will be our initial thought to find the front. Um, You know, apart from the Eureka, which obviously wasn't quite at his best, um, he performs quite well in front. Um, He can run the times and, yeah, it's the place to be. much your hand up, you're giving away an advantage to other horses. So, um, yeah. So, but it's still be in Kate's mind that it will be an option. But um, whether Kate takes up that option or not, all just depends on how the is run.
1: Now, Ant, I put this scenario to you: if if Leap to Fame drew where Rock and Roll do drew, drew um drew, was was drawn, I probably wouldn't hand up to a Leap to Fame because if you hand up to Leap to Fame, it's game over. You can't win because he'll just lead and win. But if rock and roll dudes in front, leap to fame's got to give him a little bit of pressure at some stage, and that means that he could be vulnerable to a horse like a leap to a, a catch a wave who's who's back on the inside, smoking the pipe, waiting for that sprint lane. Um, so that's a scenario that I think that sometimes you you need to take into consideration. If you've got the favourite doing the bullocking in the breeze against a horse that you know that will probably take you to the sprint lane, and he's got a tendency as well to drift out under pressure a little bit, rock and roll, do he's nearly the perfect horse to follow into a race. sense
2: Yeah, you did right, Gareth, and I see it time and time again. Like drivers, they'll, they'll park one horse in, they'll wait for the favourite, and let the favourite go, and which is stupid to my mind. Yeah, sometimes the opposite's better. If you're following, say, the second best horse and the favourites in the death, then you sort of you're nearly taking both horses out of play. So, um, yeah, I've seen it many times in big races. You know, they'll fight off one, and then the favourite comes and they let it go straight away, and are basically handing up the race. And you know, to to go back to my comment before about Kate staying in front, like if she gets in a situation where Rock and Roll's and Rock and Roll do's in the death and lead to fame, scored three wide early, like Mexican you know, pour the pressure on and he's going to force himself to the front and, and in that situation, you know, you, your obviously best situation is to hand up but that way you um, create the scenario which you just said. So, you know, you can't go out and just think I'm going to just lead and stay in front because so many things are going to happen and um, it depends where the other horses are and what happens early and the they all slide so in, fine, but, you know, if you've got a good horse in the depth and a good horse coming three wide, you know, the one in the middle is probably going to force itself to the front. So, yeah. Yeah, there's you know, Kate Kate and Andy, they're great tacticians and you know, they'll work it out because, you know, you can't just go out thinking I'm gonna lead and win because there's so many scenarios.
1: I'll take a break, we'll come back and I've got another question Fandy, because I've got another theory here that's just going through my head. I think I've worked out what you're going to do, Andy. I'll let you know. I'll give you the instructions straight <laughs> after this break here on Giddy Up. Welcome back to Giddy Up. This is our Victoria Cup preview. We're facing the breeze. Thanks to Garrard's Horse and of Yak Wine Essentials. What about this team? Anthony Bart, Darren Carroll and Andy Gath. It doesn't get any better. So, Andy, I was just thinking there. So, if you do lead and rock and roll do comes and leap to fame to the outside, then you've got to worry about a horse like a better eclipse, who so, I guess was so good in a Kilmore Cup after sprint landing to victory. Um if you do think he can sit sprint, then you nearly take him out of the play. He's three-back defence. Do you think he's got the ability to hand up and then sprint off a sit in this class?
3: Um, I think so. I know he's won a lot of races in front catch away, but he he's probably best when he is chasing. Uh, even at home, he just loves sort of chasing down horses. So, yeah, obviously if that scenario arrives, um, yeah, again, it's all relevant. He's got to find the top first.
1: Uh, yep. should,
3: should never assume that he's just going to. And I think a lot of these horses that... Probably haven't previously shown gate speed. I think they'll might find a little bit more extra on Saturday night because they'll be pretty keen to get to the fence first. So, um, yeah, again, there's a lot of scenarios that can play out, but our first scenario, obviously, for Kate, is to try and find the fence and then to decide what to do after that.
1: And how much has he benefited from that run there on Saturday night in the smoking up?
3: Yeah, I think he'll benefit greatly from it. Um, you know, he's probably in a position a lap from home that he probably couldn't win, but. You could see that he physically got tired the last 50 metres and I just think he ran out of condition. So um, that run do doing good and he'll have a pretty um, hectic week this week on the training
1: track. Well, we can't wait for it, mate. It's I think that we talk about tempo in races and speed maps, etc. but when you get a draw like this, it's going to be a proper race because drivers, maybe the best driver, will win and they'll have to be thinking all of the time and um, I think it's going to be action-packed from the start, to finish. So bring it on and you've got a wonderful chance, mate. So go and get them. I'm taking that $17 now. So um, God bless you.
3: Yeah, no, that does seem obvious. But again, no, it's a great race to be part of. and yeah, It's such a disrespectful,
1: Andy. That's what it is. <laughs> Good
3: luck. <laughs> uh, I like to be disrespected. That's when yeah. I generally win the big races. <laughs> All right then, mate. Go <laughs> and get them.
1: See ya. Okay, thanks. There's, there. there's Andy Gath there. So Darren, who are you tipping early doors? Like I've got another situation for you. And I'll go to Ants Mm -hmm. after this as well. If you're Michael Stanley, I will say, all right, then catch a wave. You can lead. I'm not going, I'm going to hand up the one, one straight away to leap to fame, knowing that Kate can't hand up to him because if she hands up to him, it's game over. And then you won't have to pull three wide without cover because the other horses coming from the back of you won't keep up when they put the foot down and then you'll have the last crack at them. I think that could be – and then you don't have to burn out of the gate in a way rock and roll do. Um, I'd nearly come up with that plan if I'm Michael Stanley, Darren.
0: Um, Yeah, as Andy said, there's just so many different scenarios that's going to unfold. We've got, um, you know, the best trainers, the best drivers, the best tacticians involved, and the best horses. So, um, you know, they've got to have more than one plan and, you know, in half an hour, we've devised probably three or four, but there might be others that come along as well, and that's why these guys are the best drivers, and um, they'll make the calls. The lead time is going to be absolutely critical because um, it'll dictate what they do from there. And, I mean, I think Andy said to you what you say? anything under 42, we could win it from the back. Well, you know, i look at the back row and go, how are they going to get into it? But if they go too hard early, then, you know, you've got horses like Captain Ravishing and um, in Cypher, we have proven that they come off speed. Mm. Um, so you can't discount those horses. And in, sometimes in the, these races, you think, well, it's just going to be leader dominated. But if they overdo it, then it just brings the others into it. So, um, yeah, there's so many equations. But if you ask me which way I want to go, then I want to go up the odds. And I think that my map initially is catch a wave leads, and then it gets the decisions from there. And if I'm getting over $10, then I want to be on him each way.
1: 100%. Ants, who do you want to be driving?
2: Um, I still like Leap to Fame. I think he's a great horse, and he's he's probably going to get, you know, like a, a reasonable run. You'd think somewhere. Um, I think he's still the one to beat. But you know, Bitter Eclipse has come right into it now from the draw. He's going to sit on the fence, do no work, and we know at Melton the pegs are just gold. You know, so he'll need a bit of luck at the right time. But um, you know, we're seeing Greg Chuggers do it time and time again. So. He's got to be a great chance from the draw. So, but there's so many chances, Gary. There's hardly a horse here that can't win.
1: Yeah, I, I've yeah. got a heap of it that can't win. Captain Ravishing can't win. Um, my well, name he can is... can win
2: if they go sub...
1: No, nah, he's not. He sat leaders back the other day. He's not that... He can't win. I disagree. You can have him. I'll give you 50 to 1 if you want for him.
0: I don't want to back him at the price. But no. I'm saying he can win if they go ridiculously... Yep. Hard early, but I don't want
1: to back him. And Hmm. Cypher can win. I don't think Honolulu Bay can win first up. That would be a massive performance. My name is Jeff. Had to lead. He can't come off the fence. Spirit of St. Louis, no. Act now is a small chance because he has proven that he can sprint off his speed like he did in that Inter Dominion Heat. Um, but you know, boys, I've been wrong on several occasions, <laughs> and I'll probably Captain Ravish, He win by five, hard held.
0: But what but what Anthony's saying is that uh, the fence is dynamite, and Mac three fence don't ever get and ever underestimate
1: three fence yep. in these big races. Yeah. All right, let's take a break. We'll come back and preview the Oaks and the Derby. Welcome back to Facing the Breezes. We preview the big three Group Ones on Saturday night at Melton. Thanks to Garrett Horse and Hound for all of the equine essentials. Running out of time as always, so we'll rip through the derby in the Oaks. Petrarca 250 with the second row draw. He was sixty before the draw with bet 365. The real Sherlock, Barrier 7, 250. Captain Hammerhead's drawn close, $7 to the inside in two. The Lost Storm was $1.20 in his heat. He's $11 now for the final. Perfect Class 13 and Celebrity Royal's drawn nicely. He's at 17, Daz. I've got to back Perfect Class and Celebrity Royal here at the prices. You there, mate? We just lost Darren Carroll. Ants, what are you thinking here? Who do you want to drive?
2: Uh, I think Patrick is the one to beat, Gareth. Um, you know, I think you can do a bit of work at some stage when they ease up and get around them. And, you know, he's a class horse. But the real Sherlock was pretty impressive the other night. And, you know, he's probably got the advantage from the draw, even though he's out at seven. You know, he'll probably press forward early and, you know, he'll end up in a pretty good spot somewhere. So... I think they're the two to beat, really. But, uh, you know, those two, you see, they're racing really well as well. So, you know, 2700 will bring a few of them into it from out the back. So, um, and I think if I had a pick, you know, I think Petrarca's the one to beat.
1: All right, then we're ripping through the Derby and the Oaks here. Dazzles, we welcome you back. I'm with Perfect Class and Celebrity Royal at the prices. Your thoughts here?
0: Cracking race. Um, Gee, there's some good race uh, runs in this in the heaps. Celebrity Royal was great. I know you're a big fan of Perfect Class. Um, I'm really taken with the real Sherlock. I think he's got um, the speed to burn early. Uh, he's tough. Uh, he'll find the front, in my opinion. So I have him slightly ahead of Petrarca, but who would have thought you'd get $10 the Lost Storm yes. um, a week ago? So I'm not riding him off. Um, I think I said the other day he looked like he'd need to run. So if they go hard and uh, we know what kind of speed he's got, so $10 seems like a big price for a, a horse like him.
1: I want to take 250 major delight. We get a second row draw. That's why we get that price, Ants. Is she the horse to beat in your eyes?
2: Yeah, she's pretty classy filly, Gareth, and she? You know, she's probably, you know, got the class on the rest of them. But, you know, Sahara Breeze, obviously got the draws, going to get a great run, you know, either in front or handy to the pace. And I think Joyful, she's a great stayer. And, you know, she'll need luck from that draw, but the 2700 will really suit her. And, you know, she'll just, she gets a bit of luck at the right time. There's a, it's a truly run race. You know, um, she'll be battling it out better than most of the finish.
1: Got 40 seconds here, Daz. Who are you with, the Oaks?
2: Yeah, I'll two bet the
1: race. Major Delight and Joyful like
2: Anthony. Major Delight was
0: um, super in the, the heat with the most depth, but um, Joyful will get a soft run and be hitting him along really hard.
1: The Smoking Up Sprint barrage will be out shortly. We've got the Trotters Oaks as well at Group 1 level. So bring on Saturday night. I can't recall a race like a Victoria Cup where you got so... So many chances, so many high class animals, and some at a big price. It's going to be one hell of a spectacle, and the tactics might just win the race. So that's even more intriguing um, about this Group 1 feature. Thanks, Ants. No good. Thanks, Ken. Thanks,
2: Darren. Thanks, Darren. Thanks, Gareth. Get
1: there. Yeah, we'll be getting there. All right. That's Facing the Breeze. Thanks to Garrett's Horse and Hound, stocking the largest range at the best prices. Visit horseandhound.com.au. Jeez, that was a busy giddy up on this Tuesday morning. Ollie and Jules have done a wonderful job. I'll be back tomorrow morning from 8 o'clock. Have a wonderful day.